Welcome to Digital Hospitality. I'm your host, Sean Walchef. This is a Cali BBQ Media production. We are coming to you from the Restaurant Transformation Festival at the JW Marriott in Austin, Texas. Restaurant 365 has put on a epic two-day sold-out conference, and I am fortunate that I get to meet incredible leaders like Bruce Nelson. Bruce, welcome to the show. You even brought me the myth, the magic, the math. Somebody that has spent his career in hospitality teaching restaurateurs how to be more profitable and sustainable. Oh, thank you for having me. Where, what's your current position? My current position is CFO of Nova Restaurant Group, a chain of a, uh, not chain, a group of uh, nine restaurants in the Twin Cities area. And what's the concept? What do you guys do? Multiple concepts, uh, mostly uh, casual American fare. We have one Italian restaurant and uh, one pizzeria we just opened up. What gets you excited this long? Someone that spent as long as you have in the restaurant business, what gets you excited to come here to an event like this? I like uh, looking at restaurants as puzzles. When I can come in every day and, and identify a problem and try to solve it, that's what really gets me jazzed. I started in operations, spent 20 plus years in operations, and only in the last 15 years did I migrate to the office side and looking at financials. And what did you learn? <laughs> I learned that uh, um, percentages are far more important than dollars. So when I, when I was going through and looking at Financial statements and balance sheets, you know, we were trained as operators, look at the dollars, you know, how many dollars are we selling? You know, how does that translate all the way down to dollars of profit? Far more important to look at the percentages. And uh, they tell they tell a, a story. So I'm always impressed. My my grandfather, actually, he he told me when when I was 21 years old that he wanted to write his life story and we self-published his book, The Harvest. It was the, it still is the greatest accomplishment I've ever done in my life. But I'm always impressed with anyone that has the courage to have the impetus to write a book. So first of all, congratulations for writing the book. But tell me, why did you feel compelled to write, write your thoughts into a book? I felt compelled to write that book because after about 20 years of working for other people, I, I said to myself, you know what? I want to go do my own restaurant. I had already run a very successful restaurant in the Twin Cities, um, you know, managed well over 150 people. I thought for sure if there's anybody that knew how to open up a restaurant and be successful, it was me. So I leveraged everything I had and I built a restaurant from the ground up and I closed it in 13 months. Oh, wow. Well, thank you for your honesty. Tell us what, what, did, what happened. Well, what happened was it, I, I duplicated everything I knew from the prior restaurants I worked for. I duplicated, you know, menu styles, menu uh, uh, price per, uh, uh, percentages, your target percentages for food costs, target percentages for labor. So I built my whole concept around matching what somebody else had done. Mm -hmm. The one thing I learned way too late, was that understanding how overhead affects different restaurants changes those percentages. So for instance, if everybody says the industry standard for food cost is 30% and labor is you know 35%, that may be good 
if your sales fall within a certain range and your overhead falls within a certain range, sales go down, overhead goes up, those numbers are use, useless. Mm -hmm. So the idea behind this book was to say, okay, what did I, what did I get wrong? And it really was, it was that. I actually opened that restaurant and I hit my targeted food costs and my targeted labor costs. And after 13 months, I was like, I got no money. Yep. <laughs> this thing is not working. And it was painful. It was really painful. I sat around for 10 years plus contemplating what I did, you know, what did I do wrong? Mm -hmm. And that's what led to this book. And it wasn't until I got into my current position 14 years ago as a CFO, looking at restaurants from the other side of the world, not the operation side, but from the financial side, did it start clicking with me and saying, oh, okay, yeah, these percentages do matter. The percent of overhead to total sales matters because we still got to pay that. Mm -hmm. So that's the reason for that book. Now I'm actually in the middle of writing the sequel to that, which is gonna be restaurant growth. Talking about now that you know, I've taught you how to open up one and be successful. There's a whole nother set of challenges of what do you do when you have second store, third store, in our case, nine stores, because at every level of growth, a new challenge has to be conquered. Sure. The results are in National Restaurant Association show, Kyle and Sarah and myself. We were at the Davos sales tax booth and we were polling restaurant owners on the floor. This was a very unscientific poll, but the results are resounding. Restaurant owners do not like sales tax. Nobody likes sales tax. Doesn't matter what business owner you are, small business, big business, Davo automates the sales tax process. We are so grateful that Davo is the sponsor of this show. They automate sales tax at our Cali barbecue restaurants. It is $50 a month. It integrates with all the major point of sale partners, including Toast. So if you want to sleep at night, if you want to not worry about sales tax, Go to Davo, check them out, Davo Sales Tax. Uh, let us know how they're helping automate your sales tax in your restaurant so that we can share your Davo story on digital hospitality. What is what is the magic? Because I love magic. <laughs> <laughs> the idea behind the book Myth, Magic, and Math was uh, you, we all start out with an idea of what we really think we're getting into with the restaurant business. Yep. You know, we love food, we love service, things like that. Um, I think one of the greatest myths is if we just work hard, we'll be successful. You know, that, so that's a myth. The magic is what we actually do. Magic is setting the table. Magic is getting the ambiance right, the training right, the, the menu right, the music, you know, serviceware, all those things that make our individual restaurants special. That's what customers come for is the magic. So the magic refers to that. The math is what makes the magic work so you yep. can do more of it makes it sustainable exactly <laughs> makes it sustainable um tell me why is it important for you to travel to austin to come to an event like this we have been uh an early adopter of restaurant 365 i found these guys at the nra show in 2016 no way yes. Was that the first show might have been might have been at that level uh, like I can tell 10, you they, they had a 10 by 10. They had a 10 by 10. And I, <laughs> I was in the need to find a better solution. We were using QuickBooks at the time and there, we were just limited. Yeah. Yeah. We were spending all of our time trying to get the data into the system. We were lucky if we could produce a income statement within a month of closing the period. Mm -hmm. So all I was doing was counting 
counting, you know, what was going on. By the time I reacted to it and, and got the managers to react to it, it was it was too late. Yeah, those decisions we made were long gone. Yeah, so I was looking for a solution to that. Stumbled on the 365, and we implemented it in the spring of 2017. So I came here to continue to learn what enhancements they're doing to the product. Um, we use all three pillars of the product, the counting, the operation side, and the workforce. But I'm really excited about business intelligence. It, you know, talk about making fast decisions. If we don't have to waste our time mining the data and we can have the robot do it for us, yep. we can start again making better, faster decisions. What do you use on a weekly, daily basis? What tools do you use that you think you've really benefited from? We actually, one of the big things we did when we put this software in is we utilized their budget uh, programming. Um, started right back in 2017, building our uh, all of our uh, businesses into a budgeting system. And once we got that built and we dialed our P&L to budgets in, we were able to completely restructure how we compensate our managers. So all of our managers are now uh, compensated with a base salary plus a quarterly bonus. The quarterly bonus is based on how they performed a budget. And uh, that was a game changer for us. Because again, we can forecast, we can, we can make projections, but we, on a day-to-day -day basis, we manage to that budget. So when the managers come together every week for their meetings, they're talking about service, they're talking about uh, customer reviews and some of the operational issues that we need to tackle. But they're also looking at their financial statements and saying, where are we this period? Where are we this quarter to budget? And by converting our managers from not mere operators to also understanding the financial aspects of running a restaurant, we've, we've increased our you know, operations, our profits tenfold. And that was one of the big things Restaurant 365 brought to the table for us was being able to, to move to that level of operations. Are there any stories from the restaurant, running the restaurants that have been impactful on you that have helped you see the light of potential profitability or maybe running a, a unsuccessful brand? Oh yeah. Um, not every restaurant we open has been a success. Um, we took a swing at a rooftop restaurant mm -hmm. and, uh, built, the landlord built a beautiful rooftop. Um, we put together the menus and, uh, you know, we opened the doors. Rooftop restaurants are tough. Why? Weather. Yeah. <laughs> in Minnesota, you're <laughs> lucky. San Diego. <laughs> in Minnesota, you're lucky to get, you know, maybe a hundred. Yeah. You know, usable days out there. So even though, you know, we're very good at food, we're, we're good at service and all those things that make a good restaurant, we couldn't control the weather. Yeah. And uh, so we didn't, we ran it for about two seasons and then we shut that down. Mm -hmm. Um, trying to think if there's any other fun stories on operations. I've been doing this so long. Yeah. Um, nothing's come to mind at the moment. So for you, when you look at writing another book and helping the industry, I, we, we put the show on to help anybody that has access to the internet, whether they're on YouTube, whether they listen on podcasts, whether they catch a clip on Instagram, on our Cali barbecue media site, uh, 
all our hope is that through these lessons and stories, somebody can take something away. For you, why are you so compelled to continue to share the things that you've learned? I think for the same reason. Um, when I coach, I tell stories. Yeah. You know, I think they're far more impactful to, to, to teach somebody based on something I either did right or more importantly, what I probably did wrong. Yeah. Um, now that we are in a growth mode or we have been in a growth mode at Nova Restaurant Group, you know, we've learned certain things that work for one or two restaurants that we had dialed in absolutely fall apart when you scale. Mm -hmm. It has to do with, you know, how do we manage the people? How do we manage the, uh, the financials? Um, you know, there's, I've figured out there are stages of restaurant growth and to make it simple, like, you know, $5 million restaurant is a, is a good volume restaurant. Yeah. The one thing that happens at a restaurant that volume is no longer can one person really run it. Mm -hmm. You can't be the chef, owner, operator, bill payer, and all that stuff in a $5 million operation. So you have to have a structure in place to have other managers cover shifts and do the things they need to do. 10 million is the next, is the next uh, level. At 10 million, you're more than likely multiple restaurants. Now you can't be in the same place twice. So again, as far as managing, you you now need to build another tier of how do you, you know, set your systems up to be able to run two good, successful restaurants or more uh, without losing the magic. Yeah. The next level is 25 million. And when our group gets to 25 million, all of a sudden, little mistakes cost a lot of money. Yeah. You don't follow a certain procedure. You miss this, this uh, payroll, uh, you know, mandate from your state, all of a sudden that little mistake costs a lot of money. So then again, we start setting up more systems of how do we make sure that we have across all platforms, the policies and procedures in place and how do we build that so we don't crush all of our people under some kind of corporate umbrella that is oppressive. So that happens at 25 million. 50 million is the area we are right now. And uh, now I am learning a whole nother set of leadership type things. At 50 million plus, leadership is probably the most important thing. Mm -hmm. Understanding how do we set up our company so the directive from owners to the executive team all the way down to the dishwasher meet our objectives. And I had to say, 75% of that is how we set up the leadership. Yeah. 25% of it is what we do. Well, I'm very excited to uh, get your next book. I appreciate this book. Um, where can people purchase it? That can be purchased on uh, amazon.com. I've heard of that website. Yep. I also, popular one. <laughs> I also personally recorded the Audible, oh, and you nice. can find that on Audible. Uh, if you'd like a signed copy, you can go to my website, which is brucelnelson.com and purchase it there and then I will sign it and mail it out to you if you're in the continental US. Perfect. And uh, if you guys are listening to the show and you want to get involved, join us on the social audio app Clubhouse every Wednesday, every Friday 
at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, we meet for about an hour. We have a micro community of digital hospitality leaders from all over the globe, restaurant owners, operators, people that are in marketing, people that are in finance, people that are content creators. We all come together. We talk about a topic, but it's a chance for you to get involved. We always say stay curious, get involved, and finally ask for help. Um, this is a great opportunity for you to ask for help. We appreciate you watching the show. Please follow Bruce. Go buy his book and uh, check out Restaurant 365. They've got upcoming Restaurant Transformation Tour events in Chicago and New York. Uh, we appreciate you guys for listening to the show. If you want to get in touch with me, it's at Sean P. Walchef, S-H-A-W-N-P-W-A-L-C-H-E-F. That is on Instagram. That's LinkedIn. That's on X as well. Uh, <laughs> threads, all of them. I'm all weirdly available. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much.